Welcome to the Producers Podcast for the week of 1918-1960, September 15th, Billy. Woo! It's our weekly. Yeah, it's our weekly Producers Podcast now where we'll do the highlights of the week. We do it once a week now. Thank you very much for listening. Billy, the highlights of the week. Uh, we'll start with guests. We had a lot of good guests this week. Circus Orange, Fringe Fest underway now in Rochester. Jay Farrow from Saturday Night Live. I'm a big SNL fan, so I know the dude. I'm down with the dude. Uh-huh. Uh, we had uh, we, we did a simulcast with Paul and Young Ron on Monday to brag about the Bills win. The Bills win over Dolphins, which seemed like a, it seems like a year ago now. <laughs> I know, right? We uh, Speaking of sports, had Mike Catalana on this week, Sal Marinara sauce on this week. We had the mayor, lovely Warren in studio this week, Dog the Bounty Hunter, Emmanuel Shariki, Rachel Feinstein, Josh Lewin, the San Diego Chargers play-by-play mm-hmm. guy. Who in your mind, Billy, you get to pick one, any of them, who is your guest of the week, Billy? Oh, that's a tough one because it's weird, but I'm, I'm a Josh Lewin fan. I remember when he was on Weezy's show as a regular. He did the sports like uh, Tools used. No, when Tools just used to do sports. Yeah, yeah. Josh used to come in every day when he was in his young 20s and cool, do sports. Cool, man. Nice. And it's so cool to see him grow up to be... A big-time guy on Fox Sports. and yeah. No, he's the radio guy for the Mets, who are my team. Yeah, he's uh, the, the Chargers, man. he's the football guy. So I like seeing Josh succeed, and he was so nice about acknowledging Weez's role in his success. Yeah, that yeah. That really made me happy. Yeah, 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 yeah. My guest of the week... Uh, it's not as quite of as good a reason as yours, but I'm going to go with Mayor Lovely because she's got balls. Like, Mayor Lovely mm-hmm. comes in, and she doesn't give us any restrictions. She says, ask mm-hmm. us anything. You want to take phone calls? Take phone calls. I'll answer anything. I mean, for any critics of Mayor Warren, she comes in the studio and says, it's all fair game. Anything at all. And sometimes she gets put in mm-hmm. uncomfortable situations, and I respect that about her. Because I can tell you, we've had politicians in before, and there have been some situations where politicians were not up for anything being fair game. Yes. So so Mayor Lovely being up for anything, is I, I always think that that's great. Mm-hmm. Some of the big topics this week, Billy. Weez goes to the Bills game. Adrian Peterson, of course, that story blew up this week. And uh, as of this recording, I guess Roger Goodell is finally coming out into the open. He's got a press conference at 3 o'clock this afternoon. Oh, wow. That's a couple hours from now. Yeah, It'll be interesting to see what he has to say about what's been going on in the NFL this past week. Well, Jesus. It hasn't been good. Well, God, I mean, you got – well, Ray Rice was last week, but we all know that. Adrian Peterson, of course, this week – beating the crap out of his child. Jonathan Dwyer now beats up his girlfriend and is alle- allegedly threw up a sh- threw a shoe at his friggin' 18-month-old. I mean, it's the National Felons League. It really yeah. is. Like it's it's I'm glad he's going to say something and I hope he's going to put a foot down or something. I mean, it really is out of control. And I got to tell you, I have to tell you, Roger Goodell, in order to be in the position he's in, has to be an incredible narcissist. He's got to have one hell of an ego and be quite type A, in my opinion, oh, yeah. in order to get into that position. Now, his, pr- his, his public persona, not quite like that, but you know behind the scenes he's probably like that. Mm-hmm. And this has to, has to have made him shazit his pants just a little bit. Oh, sure. Especially the Ray Rice one. And, the and now the backlash from last night's terrible football game, fifty-six <laughs> to fourteen. They let that on TV. What the NFL? Listen, the NFL is king of Sunday. Obviously, yes. they're the kings of the fall. They own Sundays, Monday nights. They own unless you're a wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. Monday nights they pretty much own as well. But for some reason, they cannot get Thursday night football over the hump. Can you they? know why? I, I think because at this case, at, at this time. 
it doesn't matter. There's really nothing much else on Thursdays. Yeah. So they can put the crappy game on, and we're still watching. Yeah. At one yeah. point last, night, I was watching it thirty-five to nothing because I wanted to see how bad it could get. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know, I think that uh, I've always been a fan of moving that Thursday night game to Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, the reason you don't do that is because college owns Saturdays. That's college day. Right. But as an NFL fan who doesn't care about college, God, how great would a Saturday night NFL game be? It'd be awesome. Especially if it was a marquee matchup, mm-hmm. you know. But anyway, speaking of marquee matchups, good news for the Bills if they keep on winning. This year, the NFL changed things a little bit, and they're doing uh, flex scheduling, I think, starting in week four or five. It's either yeah, starting in week early. four or starting after week four. So it's starting in the next couple weeks where they, they don't have Sunday night games scheduled. They're just going to mm-hmm. put whatever the marquee matchup of the week is mm-hmm. at Sunday night. So the Bills could get a couple primetime games they keep winning. And if I'm not mistaken, either week five or six, it's the Bills-Patriots. Oh, and that could easily be a marquee. That I mean, could if the easily, Bills are yeah. three and oh, three and one, four and oh, yeah, Bills. It'll Patriots. be the Sunday night in a second. You yeah. got it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Not a lot. I think Bills Patriots mm-hmm. with a four and zero Bills or even a three and one Bills. I can't think of what would what would get. I mean, obviously, we're not mm-hmm. looking at the schedule right now, but it's hard for me to think of a better game. I guess unless you had like a four and zero Broncos versus a four and zero Seahawks, but mm-hmm. I know you don't have that because they're playing this weekend. So. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so football, big talk this weekend. We had some personal stories, too. Brother Weez, of course, went to the Bills game and had a great time, I think, right? Yeah. Yes, he did. Seemed like he had a good time. Uh, We had uh, Brother Weez also going through some red light cameras. That was a story from today. That was hilarious. I think, think, you know, what I think is funny is the hard-headedness of Weez. The, the fact that he just is not willing to change for these cameras. Well, he's not, he thinks he's a good driver. Yes. He thinks he's a good gambler. He thinks he's the only normal person in the room. <laughs> it is, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Those things, yeah. All right, anyways, uh, I speaking of being a bad driver, I hit a friggin' deer this week. Mm-hmm. That was another story, and that's a friggin' pain in my ass right there. Local news stories, you got Elfgy, uh, Ajit Madror's cousin, <laughs> is, uh, he's in, he's, he's in court, he was in court yesterday, he's copping the whole I don't speak English thing. Now, this is allegedly the first person to recruit on behalf of ISIS on American soil. This was actually, this was our national news this week. Of all the stories mm-hmm. in Rochester, this one was national. My mom texted me first thing in the morning and said, they're talking about Rochester on the news. My mom obviously not living in western New York, so she saw a Rochester story on the news. So it's the first situation where somebody's recruiting on behalf of ISIS here in Rochester It ha- is where it happened. Elf Gee goes to court and he cops the whole I don't speak English thing, Billy. I it's impossible. It's he impossible. owned a pizza shop in Rochester, New York. Yeah, he spoke English. <laughs> what is this pepperoni you speak of? <laughs> Except he said it in, in Arabic. And quite frankly, you run a bit. Now, I'll tell you this. Yeah. Now, here's where I, what I thought of, and this is something I would have, wouldn't have thought of a few months ago. Mm-hmm. As a now, and I feel awkward even saying this, but it's technically true. As a small business owner, mm-hmm. I can tell you it would be extremely hard to run a business without speaking English in this country because there's so much behind-the-scenes paperwork and mathematics that need to be done. Mm-hmm. Accounting needs to be done. Um, I get it that that's just numbers, but yeah. there are people you need to talk to, certifications you need to get, applications you need to fill out, inspectors who need to come and visit you. I mean, not speaking English, it seems unlikely it to sure me. It sure does. Yeah, very unlikely to me. Uh, another big story in Charlotte, they finally unveiled the plans. They are going to do a bit of a high-rise. It's uh, We says not a high-rise. It's a high-rise for Charlotte. It's like, what, 14 stories high or something yeah. like that? Uh, for Charlotte, that will seem like a very big building. And I, I hope it works. I do. 
too. I really do. I, it's a nice area. I lived down there for a long time. About 10 years I lived in the Charlotte area. I still live relatively close and frequent businesses down there. And I like being down there, and more business will, will help it. So. There's still haters, of course. There always are going to be. But this is going to happen. We're going to see it get built, mm-hmm. and we're going to get to see what happens. And listen, the last big attempt down there didn't go so well with the fast ferry. But no. Weez is right. The ferry was fun. I rode it a couple I times. It. I and- believe it. I bet it was awesome, and I bet this building will be awesome. And listen, I'll be honest with you. I think there's a chance it doesn't work. I think there is, because I was thinking, now there is one thing I can't argue with, Billy. There's mm-hmm. one point that the other side has here that I look at and I go, they might be right about that. Mm-hmm. You want to do high-priced condos at the, at, in this building. I just don't know who's up and moving there right now. Uh, I just don't. Now, I'm, I, I'm, also, I'm not mm-hmm. saying, Billy, I'm not here mm-hmm. saying nobody's going to move in there. I'm I'm also just not saying that's going to fill right up. I'm just going who exactly is it? Now you got your rich Rochester people mm-hmm. who might, but rich Rochester Rochester people are already probably living pretty nice. I mean, yeah. do they want to just up and move? Moving's a pain in the ass. Yeah. And they're yeah, going to go sure to Charlotte. Is. And if you're from Rochester, you're very familiar with Charlotte. Mm-hmm. You know it's a great area, but you're probably going yeah, but I don't know. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. cool where I am. You know, if you live in Pittsburgh, yep. you got a beautiful house. I mean, I'm cool where I am. And out of towners, maybe. Now, maybe that's mm-hmm. where you get some people move in from out of town. But I, I you know, I don't know, Billy. I, it might not work out. But either way, even if it doesn't, I do think progress is always the better choice. Doing it is better than not doing it. It's sort of mm-hmm. like, um, sort of like gambling almost, or risking yeah. it. You know, you have to, you have to risk if you want reward. You mm-hmm. just have to. What's the saying? You can't make money without spending money. Yeah, you got to spend money to make, make it. Money. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, for sure. You know, that, in mm-hmm. fact, that's a, it's a tough one, too, when you're doing the spending, because not to bring up my crappy little business again, mm-hmm. but it's a tough one when you're doing the spending. You spend a little money, and you're like, oh, God. And but I, it is Your true. sauce business is going well, isn't it? It's going it? well, it's yeah. It's going well. It's going it's, pretty well. Uh, you know, but it is stress. It's very stressful, mm-hmm. you know, it, and it, it's not like... You don't put, you know, you don't put sauce on the shelf, and then you know nobody comes around the corner and goes, "Congratulations! Here's your billion dollars." You know, like it doesn't go like that. Mr. Boyardee, you've done it. <laughs> you've done it. You're in. That doesn't work like that. Uh, anyways, what else, Billy? We miss anything this week? Uh, just, I'm curious what you're up to this weekend because you're off again well, Monday. Off on Monday. That's right. Uh, well, this weekend I, I have a very busy day today. I'm working. Uh, Basically three jobs today, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. Yeah. Radio, sauce, and bar at Rubino's all mm-hmm. today. I probably uh, left my house this morning at 3.30 in the morning. I'll probably get home around midnight tonight. Oh. That's if I'm lucky. Uh, there is a chance that I won't get up. I mean, w- we stay open in- as long as we're open at mm-hmm. Rubino's. And uh, ever since the weather has been nice, we've been getting done early. You know, not as crowded because the weather's nice. Yep. People well, want to get out. I'm not exactly sure. I think it's supposed to warm up through the day today, and it might still be considered nice weather this weekend. It is the last weekend of summer. But when the weather was colder, we were... People there, stay inside the bar longer. I was there till 2, 2.30. Okay. So if we're... I'm there till 2, 2, I mean, there's a chance I could work 24 hours today. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it could happen. Uh, but anyway, so... Um, uh, then Saturday, I'm uh, I'm, I'm doing a del- sauce delivery, and then uh, Ryan is actually dog sitting uh, at a friend of her mom's house. So I'm going to stay the night at a strange house in Fairport. <laughs> oh, that's <mom. laughs> is that weird. 
That is weird. And then Sunday, me and my iPad, NFL Sunday ticket, watching the Browns, and then all other football. Oh, so you, you still got the ticket? Still, I got the ticket on the iPad. I split it with a guy who's got it on TV, one of our listeners. Oh, okay. Um, the he, same WWE guy? Uh, yep, yep, exactly, okay. yeah. He, um, he paid for it, uh, and it comes with an online component. So he mm-hmm. said, how about we split it? You know, you're the only guy that will get the password, meaning me. And uh, he he watches it on TV. I watch it on the iPad. So we're good there. And then uh, Monday I got the Dixon Schwabble open. I'm going golfing. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. good. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Billy? What's going on? Uh, let's see. Tonight I'm going to be out in Manhattan Square Park watching the Tricycle on Fire thing. Fringe, yeah. For fringe. Uh, wandering around. Uh, there's actually a comic book convention here in Rochester nice. uh, this weekend. So I'll be stopping by there. Probably tomorrow afternoon. It's within walking distance of my house at that Theater on the Ridge place. Nice. Uh, Sunday is my nephew's birthday. Going over to my sister's house for dinner and watching football and stuff. They'll have the games on. We'll be eating whatever my sister makes. And at some point, and I just discovered this like less than half an hour ago, Kevin Smith's new movie opens today. Nice. That's How exciting. How can I miss Kevin Smith's new movie? Billy, what the hell are you doing? You missed that. I, I knew it was coming out. I didn't know the exact date. And then I saw it opens today. Nice. It's playing in one theater in Rochester, out in Henrietta. That's better it's than a, uh, Kristen Wiig's new movie, which I want to see. Uh-huh. But go on, yeah. It's it's a little independent horror movie he's made called Tusk. Uh, a podcaster, sort of like us, couple podcasters. Yeah. One of them goes out to interview a wacky guy uh, that he's read about, and the guy kidnaps him and turns him into a walrus. <laughs> Into a walrus. <laughs> Into a okay. walrus. That's why it's Tusk. Uh, an actual walrus, or does he make him wear a walrus costume? Uh, it, it makes him wear a walrus costume, but I I think things get grisly hmm. as okay. he tries to maybe transform his legs into flippers and things like that. Oh, wow. That's uh, okay. I, the, the, mm-hmm. the description I've heard from Kevin's fa- fa- uh, friends on podcasts who've seen it ahead of time this is effed up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, have fun, Billy. And I guess I'll talk to you. Well, I'll, I'll see you. But uh, next producer's podcast will be next Friday. Next week on mm-hmm. the show, a lot of good stuff planned. Doreen Levin will be in mm-hmm. studio. We's his wife to make his life a living hell. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. He, he, he he does get a little uptight when she's around. I like having her around. Uh, we have uh, comedian Dan Viola in studio. We'll talk to... Um, We'll talk. We'll talk sports with Catalana Sal. iHeartRadio Music Festival this weekend, so we'll be talking about that on Monday. Until then, Billy. Shoot.